Hey guys, and welcome to Anime's Most Wanted, a show that is just about the length of your typical favorite anime episode, or at least we try it to be. I am your hostess with the mostest, King Kalechi, and I have got not one, not two, but three lovely, lovely guests and a, a little extra surprise with guest number three. So I'm going to go ahead and let them introduce themselves. So go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Mel, um, AMW hostess, second to the mostest, I guess. <laughs> I host a couple of um, other uh, AMW uh, podcasts and I um, do social media stuff and art stuff. So I'm here, jigging with my crew. Can't wait to get to this JoJo. Let's go. All right. How's it going, everybody? Samir here, or Sam I ain't. I don't know why I gave out my real name, but whatever. It has been a long time, but we are finally <laughs> here at the end of the seventh part of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Or was it six? I don't know. The point is, basically, I'm bad with numbers, I'm horrible with math, and I hate myself. But anyway, we have quite a show for you, ladies and gentlemen. And um, as for what, what else, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. But you know, I just want to talk JoJo's, and that's why I'm here. I don't, I don't know if I can if I can beat that. That, that was <laughs> <laughs> that was top tier. Well, I'm charismatic. <laughs> that my apologies. <laughs> oh, yeah, see, this is why you should always go before some year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the show stealer. Sorry, we yeah, forgot to let you know. It. You know, it's weird. That that's totally fine. Um, hi guys, I'm Lady Noir. Um, but I also go by Lil Ho Peep on Twitch. Um, I love JoJo. Uh, it's one of the pinnacle anime that like changed my whole thought process on how animes should be. And, you know, I'm excited to be here. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, you, you talked it much better than Submit, way better than way better than Samayate. And I, of course, I just want to take this opportunity to just apologize to you publicly, uh, Lady Noir, for watching JJBA Stone Ocean without you on Discord. I am oh. so, 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 <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Top 10 anime betrayals. Anime betrayals. I. Basically, basically, like, of course, um, uh, for the benefit of just us, I mean, this was, I can imagine this was literally Noir's face when she literally saw me <laughs> streaming it in the Discord. Yeah, she, she ugly face and hero us. That's, that's what she did. And she had the right to. And I blame Sam for this. <laughs> just, just, that's, I, I am oh, so, so, so sorry. <laughs> it was it was Kalechi and Mel. And I just the both of them. Oh, oh. I was like, see, join Ted Surprise. Join Ted Surprise. Uh, don't, don't join me in that. Nope. Mm-mm. I I got dragged to that one. You were like, come watch. I was like, ah. <laughs> didn't I know you didn't invite other people. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. it. But as I said, mistakes were made, and I said I use this opportunity to apologize. But Dora, mm-hmm. we 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 gonna mention fences tonight. We're gonna mention fences tonight. Of course, like like the title, we are here to talk about 
everybody's, and I'm going to say everybody's favorite out of a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stone Ocean, because if you hate on JoJo, hating JoJo is a JoJo reference. So it really is everybody's favorite out of a, as far as I'm concerned, no matter what anybody else says. And we're going to kick it off with a very, very, very satisfying question. I mean, what is the most satisfying moment, in your opinion, in Stone Ocean? We'll start with Mel. Mm, when um, Poochie got finally got his ass kicked, mm. Mm, I, yeah. I was like, okay, because I got tired of his righteous nonsensical shit. Holier than thou type. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't lie, he was pissing me. And then <laughs> Imperial <laughs> with the weather report <laughs> yanked Poochie up. And knock him down and slowly punch him to the end of time. I was like, yes. <laughs> this is what I've been waiting for. I said through all of that shit for this. <laughs> that that was mine. That that was that was that was juicy. <laughs> Alright, well as for me, it goes down to two specific moments. Uh well technically three, but you know, like I I'm not really the type of guy who picks one particular because I want to talk about more stuff, but the point is in terms of like my favorite moments basically, uh number one clearly has to be Jotaro's return. Let's be honest. That got us all hyped, right? Hi, I mean hi. this dude is basically the quintessential JoJo character you think of when you think of JoJo as a whole. Like, yeah, exactly. He's like the poster boy. Like he doesn't need he doesn't have to be like everybody's favorite joe star but in a way basically when you think joe jojo's bizarre adventure he's the first one that kind of pops into your mind in a way yeah like do you agree with me for this i agree i agree mm-hmm. Jotaro stands out 100 percent. yeah and 100%. yeah obviously his return his theme hitting his theme kicking in him oh, protecting mate. his daughter all oh. that that was real hype right now that yeah. that my is i i'm sorry poochie but that my it that moment my is achieved heaven oh when I heard the classic, I was like, yeah! I'm sorry. Oh my god, I was like, finally! If it's not Giorno, it's Joe Toro for me, so you know, I'm just saying. Go ahead, go ahead, somebody, I'm sorry. All right. So, yeah, like I said, basically, Jotaro's return, badass as hell, basically. Then, uh, another moment, and it's pretty under, you know, I don't, I don't think any of you would have expected me to say this, but the whole f- uh, confrontation with Underworld, you know, it was versus <laughs> his, uh, stand, you know, they were on the plane, and that whole action scene mm. basically, you know, you know, it was a cool setup, right? They were in basically a past memory of a plane crash, they need to find a way mm-hmm. to escape, you know, sudden death in a way. And you know by finding, you know by trying to find out like how did the find, how did the survivors survive, and you know how did we go there and all that. It's the basic JoJo strategy, I like. But you know, just the scale of everything. You know, like when Joey gets kicked out, she, she's on a fighter jet. It just shows like th- that. Was, this was a this was a stand power with like some massive scale. If you think about it, like it just makes <laughs> you wonder what else could he do? Because that was like some. I mean, in a way, you you literally cannot survive these unless you figure out like how you know like the individuals who survive an event like this basically you know like survive so that's pretty that was pretty cool as well and basically but you know like the final top moment for me has to be definitely when you know like yeah poochie getting his ass kicked but more what more, more, more can i say this dude basically you know like has in my opinion caused far more damage than any jojo villain 
out there. The one that comes yeah. close, in my opinion, is probably, you know, Kira with the amount of serial killing he's been doing over the years mm -hmm. and all that. But Poochie takes it to another level and mm -hmm. basically resets the whole universe, right? And he that killed a ton of people together. So, yeah, just to see this guy finally get, to get his comeuppance, not just by Emporio alone, who basically, you know, avenges his mother, but also, you know, in a way, Jolene's death did not go in vain. You know, like, her protecting Emporio till the end basically allowed him to do this, and Weather Report finally getting his revenge through his stand, Heavy Weather, finally, you know, like, this pummeling, you know, that's, that's the part I like, just, you know, uh, Weather's stand just literally pummeling... Poochie into oblivion in a sense, all while making him, you know, suffocate due to lack of oxygen, basically. That, like, you made him suffer in a way. Not in a way. You made him suffer completely. And, like, he, he, you cannot get any better form, a better form of comeuppance than that, right? And it all ends no, with basically no. him, you know, reverting into being an ant in another universe. At least that's what I saw it as, or unless basically there's a transition of a regular ant just being, you know, you know, reset as well. But the point is basically, yeah, super satisfying. That was my thing. Yeah, he got his come up in the best way. He at the end was begging to survive. While he pound to pound if you caught caught the if you want to do body counts, he wins. <coughs> like, he literally <laughs> he literally took out a whole freaking universe. <laughs> Like. Yeah, Poochie Pucci was a problem. He had to be put down, man. He was a problem. Well, go ahead, Noah. So, both Mel and Samir have said the two things that I wanted to talk about, which is... <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's universal that Emporio using Weather Report to cook Poochie seven ways to Sunday is like one oh. of those many satisfying moments. Cooked. And... <laughs> <laughs> like burning down the house was like, hold up, let him let him cook. <laughs> and as well as you know, the return of Joe Toro, which is you know one of the deep oh. main JoJo's. Like when you think of JoJo's bizarre adventure, you think of Joe Toro Kujo. Joe Toro Kujo. Yeah. So I. I want to at least uh, talk about, like, for me, at least, this most satisfying moment of Joe Toro returning <laughs> was <laughs> seeing the intense character development. You know? Uh, you, you get to see how much he cares about his daughter and how, like, Very because true. he cares for his daughter, anything of him being calculated goes out the fucking window. Like, facts, yep. facts. <laughs> he... Because again, this, his calculations is his, you know, next to, you know, the stand. His calculative way of thinking is his best trait. And every time it's it like came one to his daughter, well -known he threw that out the window. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's a little bit grim dark to, for me to think about it. But like, that was like a good moment for me, a satisfying moment. Because though it was sad that he died, uh, spoilers. For anyone who hasn't watched it, um, <laughs> Look, if you're listening to this and not have watched it, that's that's that's, that's a, a big problem. Spoiler. That's yeah. a new problem. <laughs> but like, Clearly. just seeing him die showed that he wasn't immortal. <laughs> he like he fought against Dio, he survived against Kira. Like you would think between those two, he would have at least kicked the rocket, right? Mm -hmm. Especially with Dio, right? Mm -hmm. But like. 
going into watching Stone Ocean, we knew, or we assumed, that Jotaro would be, like, he's gonna pull through. So just seeing that moment of, like, oh, he's he's not immortal. He, he's just a regular dude who got into a bizarre adventure and, you know, just didn't make it out this time. Like, that was just, like, a oh, wow type of moment for me. But, like, another satisfying moment was mm-hmm. seeing Jolene being able to return that first disc to the Speedwagon Foundation. Oh, like, man. the mm-hmm. way Netflix had that set up, <laughs> I was shitting! <laughs> because I was like, wait, are they, is she going to... Because I don't, I don't read the manga. So everything I that I see in the anime, that is my first time seeing it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I am at the edge of my seat trying to figure out if she's going to be able to make it, you know? And all odds are stacked against her. Mm-hmm. 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 But like that, that final moment where she's like, it, it's like raining fucking poisonous frogs. And she's just, you know, laying there. And you find out that the... the I forget the, the name of the stand that uh, they used. But, um... That the, the disc is out and sent. It just, you know, it was a satisfying moment. It's like, okay. They have, you know, they have a chance. They have a chance to bring him back. They, they, they have an opportunity to win. Obviously, you know, that's not the case. For, for Jolene, at least, towards the end, but like, as someone watching it for the first time, it's like, okay, yeah, you know, they they, they can make it. This, yeah, is, this yeah. is satisfying. You, you had the trust that that Jotaro was coming back, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that he was gonna everything. survive. He gonna make it through this and come back with a vengeance. Yes, that's yeah. that's the he hope they gave you. Like yeah. the Deus Ex Machina for me for for that for that moment you know like once he comes back everything's gonna be fine but you know that's what i'm talking about (laughs) (laughs) thank you that's what i'm talking about like i think for me the main one the main the main one is obviously poochie's fate the the, the fade getting runoff by weather report like as i said burning down the house decided to take a back seat it'd be like hold up let weather report cook his ass (laughs) because he got cooked like fried <laughs> Kentucky Fried Poochie robbed all the oxygen in the air. Kentucky Fried Poochie, I'm done. This boy popped. I was like, yo, he was good. Like another one was now. Okay, Donatello versus was pissing me off. And uh. I think we all know why. This man got too big for his boots. Okay. Yeah. Way too mm-hmm. big, especially since he was like the last sibling left. Yeah. So you think he'd be like, you know, like he'd be like the you know like the one that stands out. But and if anything, he was probably a bigger bitch than the first one. I, I forgot <sighs> the other two's names because they're just hard to pronounce. But yeah. But literally, but literally, like this man was talking smack to Poochie like like Poochie could have just um, p- p- politely <laughs> reclaimed the disc that he so gave to him. He was like, "Hold oh, I'm like, this man I, I would have been like, "What?" <laughs> Poochie should have put on the Black Air Forces in that moment and crushed his. Uh, I was uh, again. I was just like, "What is going on here?" Why, where is he getting all this energy from? Your, 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 the plan is falling apart and you, 
and you can't clearly you can't handle the pressure but yet you want to be taking that disc you stole the disc from him and you thought you could handle the pressure no mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> nah, he, 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 he had to go well it's fair to say since he stole the disc he probably assumed that you know he stole the disc right he probably just assumed that you know weather would help him out and you know like he, he <laughs> yeah. like he must have taken his memory for a reason this is oh, oh. If I, maybe if this guy his memory back he can help me and you know like that didn't work he out had no he calculated though he really the was an idiot yeah he's just... a, a self a self-indulged self-loving power hungry idiot that like, he, <laughs> he was all of dio's bad traits yes yes oh, yeah, well, oh i love this yes. with no sense of calculation Mm-mm. So he got Fitting nothing. Up, he's you know compared to the other two, he looked more like Dio than the other two. So yeah, true. It's true. I was hope. You know what I was hoping with Donatello? Mm-hmm. I was help. I was what? really hoping for like a Giorno type moment with him because mm. he, you know, he didn't. Oh, he oh. didn't look weird like the other two. <laughs> the other two were expendable. All right. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be correct. The, the children of Dio. Other than Donatello was not it. They did not pass the vibe check. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> well, that really yes. Especially the the first one with the with the with the fairy tale. Uh, <laughs> oh, that, oh that oh that one that one there. But he no. oh mate oh don't oh yeah don't worry that's gonna we gonna segue don't worry um <laughs> we can okay we can don't worry we can segue or the Donatello but, versus that that man there. He had. He deserved. That. I'm surprised Pucci didn't put on the black hair forces because, you know, he. I would have given him a golden. Whip. I would have given him a, uh, a passione moment. He, you know, you know when they were get stamping out that he was stamping yep. out that tooth in the restaurant, and then you got a macchio just sipping the wine, and then would have tried to stamp it out as well. I'm telling you, put on the black hair forces. He would have been stamped out because, yeah, he. <laughs> he was talking all that shit. And then you got killed by a diver drive. So <laughs> now look at you. Now, look, thank, thank you, Noir. I think we're gonna that. Thank, thank you for also mentioning Bohemian Rhapsody because we're gonna segue into that. Oh, that's segue a discussion. Into that. Oh, yeah. That's it. So, my, that the next question is, what the fuck was up with Bohemian Rhapsody? Oh. <laughs> okay. Go, go ahead. So, go. <laughs> when you, okay, when you think of the song Bohemian Rhapsody, it's mm-hmm. a, a jumble of, of stuff, you know? Uh, True. So, you would expect the same type of energy. Like, the, I, hmm, I just didn't think they would go the uh, fairy tale route with the. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how that's Like, I just. <laughs> the stand fit the the the, the stand user. That's all I gotta say. It was weird, and Ongalo was weird. So it just it worked out. It worked out. I feel. But like Bohemian Rhapsody was just. I don't. I just I don't understand where, um, where it was going with that. Honestly. <laughs> Do you okay? A sub question. Do you think it was a lot more confusing than Dragon's Dream? Oh. I can say yes to that, like straight up. <laughs> whoa, whoa! And this is a guy who explained Dragon's Dream, so yeah, you know, you're the one who explained it to us. 
I had to. Remind uh, me I again, Dragon's Dream. Go ahead, Samai. Go ahead. Because <laughs> it ain't gonna be me. Uh, yeah. Okay. We're still talking about Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Yeah, but um, the one I was asking <laughs> to explain Dragon's Dream. Small segue. Oh, oh, oh! You want me to explain it again? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's the. Yeah, the dragon the, with the, the old Bohemian guy and all that. Feng Shui. Yeah. Yes. Ah, so basically, okay. yeah. Basically, what you need to know is that think of it as a good luck, bad luck detector, right? It, it's basically like uh, this old, you know, like Chinese philosophy that they used back then, you know, in order to detect, you know, like where should I build this, where should I avoid that. It's basically, like I said, good, or, good or bad luck detector. That's what it basically. That's what it summers down to. It basically, it's basically measured through, you know, the wind currency, the uh, water flow. It, it, it's, it's that kind of stuff. It's like you know. You know, something that's regarding regarded as kind of a spiritual sense in a way. That's that's it. You know, I, I can go into greater detail, but just you know, since you know, like it's not this part of the patch episodes. Good luck, bad luck detector. You, you know, want to go into that direct, stand towards that direction, or go towards there. Good luck. You know, like point towards there. Bad luck. If you're you know, trick your opponent into looking there. Bad luck. That's what it, that basically what it amounted to. That's that in a nutshell. Go ahead, no. <laughs> what, what, what do you think was up with Bohemian Rhapsody in your opinion? Look, they, they was like, how are we going to make this bizarre? -er? Yes, they were. <laughs> okay, let me, I, I can understand why they made it bizarre. Like, okay, because I had to look up the lyrics again to Bohemian Rhapsody, because, you know, you can sing it in the car, but you don't really remember the lyrics like that. Exactly. <laughs> so it's made by Queen, and the first few lyrics is like, is this the real life? Is it just fantasy? Mm -hmm. So... You saw through that episode. <laughs> mm -hmm. They took that literally. <laughs> they are they are trying to discern reality from fantasy because they brought in fucking like we, we were in Florida, all right? They were in Florida. So, <laughs> what do you think of Florida when you think of fantasy? Disney, Disney World, Mickey Mouse, uh, like all, all that those extra, all those Disney yeah. cartoons, all those all the cartoons. I'm, for, for, for freak's sakes, they had Batman. Yeah, Batman. All right. So <laughs> just, I thought I saw Astro Boy fly up somewhere. And Astro Boy, exactly. I was like, wait, what? How? <laughs> I have a feeling this is about to get sued. <laughs> <laughs> so all these these well known characters, and even not so well known characters, like they're just trying to show you like the line between real life and, and fantasy and just uh looking at the lyrics again no escape from reality caught in a landslide no escape from reality so like once you found yourself caught in bohemian Raps rhapsody that was your reality at that moment right and you could not get out of it unless the story finished or you died right right yeah so, it summed it up it, yeah, sorry, go on. With Bohemian Rhapsody, it's like, it has like, the, the guise of something so silly, so stupid, but it was actually one of probably the most horrific stands I've ever seen. Just because it takes bits of your childhood and uses it against you. Yeah, who wants to be murdered by, you know, sheeps? Or, or um, Leonardo da Vinci. Uh, Leonardo. <laughs> or was, was that Leonardo da Vinci? Yes, no, it was. Um, it was Picasso. 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 No, it was 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 Picasso. No,
Van Gogh, yes. Uh, yeah, but I just want to point out a few specific things you mentioned in the, your conversation, uh, Noir, about uh, Disneyland and all that. Technically, uh, Mickey Mouse is referenced in the manga version, right? Ah, and in the manga version, it wasn't Batman, it was Spider-Man, and you can see his arm. But oh. obviously, you know, like due to copyright reasons, they couldn't use mm, Spider-Man because, yeah. you know, Disney's really clingy with copyright. So and I like to remind everyone that apparently George's Bizarre Adventure is technically a Warner Brothers property. So it made sense Damn. to swap with Batman. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Basically, Warner Brothers has the distributing rights to Jojo. They can practically oh. make a Jojo movie if they wanted to. Well, no. so, God forbid. God, I was just going to say. We, do we know. but do we want that like <laughs> no 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 didn't they take a bit like bits of the third season when they went to egypt and like make it into like a movie of some For, sorts like, uh, it was like, like in the series. 90s it was an ova oh. series in the 90s yes uh Damn. And, and, and you know in terms of you know like have you seen it i'm curious I've seen bits and pieces of it. I couldn't stomach uh, yeah. how they looked. <laughs> like, okay, look, I will agree, you know, like, in terms of an adaptation, you know, like, the newer anime is a lot better, but I will say that there are some many positives to, you know, like, the 90s version. First of all, just oozing with that 90s anime style we all love and miss, you know, everything was far mm -hmm. more hand-drawn and a bit energetic and all mm -hmm. that, and, you know, like, the, the graininess, that's what I miss. Uh, it was definitely, like, uh, somehow gorier than, you know, like, the uh, thing, but then again, they did change a lot and all that. Like, Iggy's death in particular was like, far more gruesome than what happened in the manga and the newer anime. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, oh. uh, and, you know, they obviously had to cut and trim a lot of stuff because it was, like, I don't remember how many episodes it was, but, you know, like I said, it was an OVA series, small, but I will stand, you know, affirm in my say that, you know, Jotaro versus Dio in the OVA is way better, in my opinion, than the newer anime. That's just, that will forever be my opinion. Anyone can fight me over it, but that's the way I see it for, like, I I'm not going to go into detail, but just explain it. The fight's more grittier. Dio's more threatening than he is, you know, like, just a loudmouth, you know, like, douchebag. You know, like, this know-it-all, you know, villain who's, like, a mastermind. You know, in that, in the OVA, he's more, like, you know, he's more, more quieter, more sinister. Like, when he time freezes everything, there's no sound effect whatsoever. He's, like, there, then he's there. And, you know, there's no sound effect. That's what makes it scarier. Also, as an Egyptian, yes, haha. ha um... <laughs> they even depicted Egypt correctly. Like, I wasn't around in Egypt during, like, the... I wasn't born in the 80s, so, you know, I can't really tell, you know, what it was like. But, you know, like, frankly, Egypt's one of those places which kind of, you know, for a while, especially in the early 2000s, was, like, you know, frozen in time, in a sense. So, I, you know, just the way Egypt was drawn and looked, it generally looked like Egypt. The police looked like the police there, you know, like... In the newer anime, it just looks like any other city, to be honest. It, nothing about it, you know, like, differentiates itself from anything else other than maybe, you know, know what. I don't know. I, I don't know because you know, like nothing about it screamed Egypt. But with this, the OVA, it looks like Egypt. The buildings look like Egypt. You know, there's a lot of you know, like stores and all that written in, in actual Egyptian. I, I can read it. There are like background characters when they're fighting. You know, when they crash into the bus during the fight. There's like people. You know, people yelling, speaking genuine Egyptian. It's not the gibberish or anything. Oh, or I actually look that up then. Oh, yeah, you. Yeah, I'd recommend it. The fight is damn good. Like the only negative I will give it is the voice acting, both in the English and Japanese, because. You know, the English is a bit better, but the Japanese Dio just sounds tired. That's all I can say. <laughs> Dio had enough? <laughs> I'm tired of you, motherfucker. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, I'm done For centuries, I've been fighting this thing. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, yeah, I'm not saying, you know, I prefer to fight because, yeah, it, you know, like, there's a lot more stakes. They, 
some filler, obviously, some that wasn't in the manga, but, you know, it, it's used to heighten the fight's tension, and the animation is, throughout the whole fight, is gorgeous. That's what I'm gonna say, basically, man. But, you know, that's just, since you brought it up, I just want to mention that. I went on for too long. Let's go back to, you know, like, Stone Ocean. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Well, actually, <clears throat> this is good, because since we're talking about various moments, I think this leads us to our next question. What moment from JJBA Stone Ocean hit you the most? Noir, go ahead. Hit me the most how? In terms of like I'm about to cry. In the, in the feels. I'm angry. Yeah, like, like okay. you're sad. Feels, any feels. Doesn't matter. It's the feels. Whatever feels comes up. <laughs> Sad feels, angry feels, all feels. FF died. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that, oh god, you had to bring that up. <laughs> that <laughs> well, that actually and brought the sad part is, in this my was eyes. my question, and now I'm I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I I did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's my own question. I'm hurt by my own question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So just FF, yeah. FF, FF didn't have to go down like that. FF didn't have that, to go down. I don't want to say it's one of the most brutal ways to go because yeah. obviously you see how <laughs> you see how Pucci fucks people up. Yep. <laughs> when he sends people off, he sends them in. off in the worst way possible. Tucking niggas in, damn. It was just. I, I felt bad for FF. That's what hit me in the feels because they were just minding their goddamn business <laughs> and got dragged into this bizarre gakami only to get. Like, I just. And as they're dying, you got fucking. What is his name? Anansi. The. the Whatever the fuck his name is, the asshole, oh, no, the, the purple hair, yeah, being like, oh, we just call him Diablo 2.0. Yeah, <laughs> this, this is your fault, and it's like, bro, how do you think <laughs> FF feels knowing that they unintentionally brought Pucci over to fuck up the group? Like, mm. I just, I don't know, I feel bad for FF. Like, I didn't think they would grow on me as much as they did. Yeah. But, you know, I, I always feel for the healers. I always <laughs> feel for the healers in the, in the uh, JoJo group. So, just FF. Um, realizing that, you know, they are human. They, are, they have thoughts. They, they exist. And they're not just a cluster of cells. Plankton, just, it, yes. Yeah. It was, <laughs> and I just that, want to bring that, up that one sad. Mine. Yeah, sorry, go on. No, go ahead. I just wanted to, you know, add to, you know, like the sadder thing about FF. Remember, technically, since the universe restarted in the end, you know, like after Pucci's defeat, technically, this is a universe where Pucci in a way never existed. So basically, he he never existed. Therefore, uh, no, but he would have never been there to put that disc in the swarm of plankton, causing her to be created. So in that reset universe, she never existed. She is oh, still why? a swarm of why, plankton. Why, so, Sam? Yeah. Why, Sam? Why, Sam, I ain't leave. 
Why are you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to add to the sadness. That's all. I wanted to add to the sadness, but I will mention one positive thing is that in the ending of Stone Ocean, you know, where they're driving off and they show like, you know, like the characters, you know, all the characters in the sky. In the, you know, they show all the characters, you know. In the manga, what if I told you that FF was not in that group? You know, in the, you know, she was not there at all. And the anime is the one who added Oh, yes, you're right. That's even more upsetting. I remember now. (laughs) FF didn't even exist. Wow. Oof. You see how fucked up that is? Like, that's the thing. Do you know what that is? That's an oof. No, I'll tell you what it is. It's called an Araki Forgot because he's an author. As much as I love JoJo, he's the type of author who forgets a lot. Let's be honest. This man made a whole character and just forgot. <laughs> the anime reminded him. Thank you. He for, he forgot about Hamon. So yeah, <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Oof. I remember that. He I mean, dead. no, 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 he did, no, no, no. He did us all a favor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Nobody, it, did technically, it did technically stop the series from turning into Fist of the North Star 3.0, uh, yeah, but yes. Okay, okay, <laughs> I okay. mean, yeah, he did you know, it, ha- it had his, it had his um, good moment then. Yeah, it, it, had, it had its spotlight. Yeah. We only deal with stands around here. Yeah. <laughs> now we list stands. I am. Hammond who? Hammond what? Hammond what? Hammond where? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, your thoughts. Now your thoughts. Um, I was gonna say like losing FF also, cause it's like she, uh, they died because it's the planters. They died knowing that they brought, you know, the enemy like rights to the group. So like there was no that horrible feeling that. Shit, I fucked up terribly, and now my friends are gonna die or get hurt. Then, yeah, uh, but yeah, I would also say weather reports there because, like, oh, yeah, no, he no, finally no. got he was finally so close. <laughs> Listen, so weather report, they should never. Uh, I'm telling you, it's like so sometimes when we say close. we should, they should have never given niggas internet. Bro. They should have never given Rebel Report his disc back because yeah. he had to be stopped. And this is me saying this. He was a problem for yeah. when even Poochie was scared of him. That's how you know yeah, Rebel Report could have been the true end. The anger thing could have they could have talked him like that Jolene could have talked him down. I know, I know I feel it in my soul. <laughs> That's what I'm going to believe in. That's what I'm going with, okay? Chilean Unless you want to live your life. He did like you know? his white women, so, yeah. you know, maybe she could have. Yeah, could have talked him down and, and got, got him to, to, to reflect on, like, the past. It's the past. If he had taken out Poochie, it would have also calmed him down a lot more because that's literally where the anger lies. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest, Poochie. Which he deserves all that anger. Why, he he deserves, yeah, he deserves. He's the cause of the problem. He weather report wasn't like this until Pucci got his, you know, 
If we're talking about the cause of the problem, it's the lady that stole weather. Ah, that is true. She's the cause of the problem. Don't be stealing other people's babies. Alright? <laughs> I will agree that it was bad, but, you know, like, she didn't do it out of malice or an evil reason. Yeah. She was literally heartbroken over her child, so, or her dead child, so it's understandable why she did it. It's not good, but I'm just saying she... What her reasons were understandable, you know, like despite how bad they were, and they were. But, yeah, you know, but it's the way, my... but it's the way Pucci reacted <sighs> to finding out. That's the that's where it started. Like it just went, like it went straight downhill. The way he reacted, what he did, getting his, uh, you know, paying someone to attack weather reports, and then getting and his sister then dying because of that, like killing herself. It's like he is the cause, and then he wants to be angry and all change the role thing, but he won't even accept his own doings in the issues he f- he's created. He has a, he's talking he about people have to face their shit to feel to get total happiness and understand and blah blah. He won't even face his own his own mistakes, and he should have gotten knocked out a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> this man got me so angry <laughs> yeah he really established himself as like an irredeemable villain at that point basically you yeah, did feel a bit cheap. sorry for him when he learned the truth but you know like no he literally you know once he met Dio it was basically over yeah pretty much yeah oh when he met Dio that was his you know love at first sight type shit I, <laughs> I, I can't I can't fault him for that what I can fault him for is going to the KKK oh <laughs> Yes. Uh, yes. With his, with his yes, black ass self. And, yeah. And I, oh. With his black ass self. Went to the whitest group of people. <laughs> I, I also like to point out another difference from the manga in that, you know, in the anime, you know, he just got, they, you know, like, obviously a bunch of racist assholes all had, you know, the torches and all that. But what if I told you in the manga, they were all wearing clans robes. Yes, they were literally wearing, you know, the clan outfits. Literally. Now you got me more angry. <laughs> oh, no. As a, I'm not as joking. A, Look at the moment. They were all Negro, actual, there was the actual KKK, not just... Uh, they made it look like oh, a, a group of races. I mean, obviously, it could have been KKK, but... Whatever, but no, in the manga, they were legit KKK. They were wearing the white robes and everything, basically. And, you know, that... I, I can see why because, they censored it, but... Yeah, because it's on TV and it's like international, it would be in poor taste to show yes. white robes. Especially now, and what was it, in 2022 when they uh, put it out, um, I know some shows have used uh, the white robe uh, image for the KKK, uh, but that was like in the, in the 90s or like the early 2000s. So like they could have kind of they could kind of get away with it without people going into a complete outrage. But um, now I can understand why. But still, like the implications of like, oh, yeah, you know, we, I was upset that this black man came and gave us money. But I was more surprised that this white man, he looks white, but he's black. Oh, man. That's yeah. Crazy. <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, I suck my teeth. I mean, it does depict racists as being a bunch of idiots, so yeah, and hypocrites too, so you know, like figures. It's just uh, a whole lot of mess. Anyways, Sam, you're, you're. yeah, so 
Uh, now I guess it's my turn to say, you know, yeah. like the point that impacted me the most. Uh, were you gonna say mm -hmm. something, King? No, no, go ahead, go ahead. All right. So yeah, uh, this this was, this one's pretty rough. Okay, obviously uh, it's a tie, but I one of them basically beats out. I'm gonna go with the second one. Obviously, I want to say, you know, like it, you know, uh, for starters, FF's death. Uh, it's not one of these two, but I did feel sad. But at the same time, I wasn't too sad because in a way, you know, it was a bit bittersweet you know like how she went out but at the same time she lived the fun life for the little amount of time she had right you know like she lived as a human she had fun with them she made friends all that the only true tragedy and in a sense the, the true tragedy is that you know like she was never brought into the reset universe therefore she never existed and that's kind of, that puts a damper on it since you don't really feel much for anything but for the amount of time she lived she was happy and you know like that was a bit uplifting a bit now, as for the the two tied ones, it's either between uh, Weather Report's uh, Weather Report's death and the complete ending of the part. You know where Emporio, is, you know, like enters the reset universe. And uh, I'm gonna start off talking. You know, like in terms of weather deaths, the tragedy here is that he was so close to finally getting revenge, but didn't. Right in the end, you know, like. It was kind of like uh, the actions of Jolene, which caused him to die, you know, when she crashed onto them and all that. Then, you know, like, uh, Versus came out and P Pucci used him as a distraction. That was the tragedy. He was so close to getting revenge, especially when you just see how much Pucci ruined his life. And he was so close to getting revenge, but couldn't and just died. You know, he was just that close. And the tragedy is, you know, like, the people that were his allies were the ones who kind of accidentally, you know, messed up everything. That's what I see in the, the, the sad part of it. But... What makes up for it is in the ending when when Emporio finally has the stand he heavy forecast and basically just you know uses that stand to beat up uh, Pucci. In my opinion, that's that's that spiritually that's weather beating him up, right? It's his stand, so it makes sense. Street justice, street justice. Yeah, that's the way I see it, and beats him in the most agonizing way pass pa possible. Like the way I see it. Uh, basically, you know, like, uh, I have a feeling that the stand is, you know, these stands are sentient, right? In a way, I have a feeling, you know, that stand pummeled him extra just so he can, you know, like, avenge his master. That's the way I see it. That, that's my headcanon, in a way. That's what Facts. I can say. Facts. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there are stands which are sentient. You know, not all of them are basically remote-controlled action figures. So, you know, like, yeah, that's the way I see it. Especially, he doesn't, stand up, he doesn't even speak, but something about it, just the way they animated it, you know, you can tell this thing was angry, right? Uh, so yeah, that's one thing. But in my opinion, the like I said before, my most impactful moment, you know, that really tugged on my heartstrings was the finale, where you know, like after he defeated Pucci, the universe resets again, and Emporio's basically, you know, like outside of prison. Then he begins to see the reincarnations of all his friends, who technically aren't his friends, but in the same way they are. You know, you know, like basically without Pucci, none of them had the reasons to be the reasons for why they were there to be there, you know what I'm saying, basically. They were able to live a faded life of peace, exactly, now that he's no longer there. So they basically, you know, took on different lives. And the fact that he's seeing that, you know, in a way, yeah, the, the versions of the, the people he met are dead. But when he sees they lived, you know, in this universe, they lived happy lives and moved on with their lives, you know, like, that, that you know, was touching, right? It was so, it was touching, you know, and especially since he's a kid. I mean, obviously, he's a kid who, who's, like, pretty mature for his age with all the stuff he knows. But, you know, like, that moment of, you know, like, vulnerability he has, and especially with Irene. Yes, I'm not going to call her Jolene because it's Irene. Let's, you know, like, not get confused here. But, it, you know, throughout the whole part, she she's kind of like a mother figure to him, right? You know, like... You know, remember, his mother died in prison, so basically he never had that person to look up to. And, you know, Jolene basically, you know, like, kind of took... Uh, you know, in a way you know, took him under her wing. And, you know, just to see in the end, basically, her not knowing who he is, but at the same time, willing to treat him, 
you know, like with care, almost like a son in a way, you know, like, uh, you know, just giving her a jacket during the, you know, like when she gives him uh, her jacket when it's raining and all that, that you know, it's like, yeah, you know, the version, while well, the versions he met are dead, in the way these new versions are technically the same people, it's just they lived happier lives. And, you know, like, that's what, that's what gets it, that's what gets it going. It's like, all these, this death, all this carnage, it was not in vain. It was basically, you know, like, in the end, it amounted to something, basically. So, and, you know, just, you know, like, him being upset about it. I also like to point out a, a, a theory. Some people question whether, does he still have heavy forecasts as a stand after the reset or not? And I like to remind everyone, you know, when he arrived, at you know, like, first of all, basically, uh, it, it's not raining at all. It's like a cloudless sky and all that. But, you know, I, I, we all know it eventually starts to rain, right? What if it's basically, you know, and we ha and we do know for a fact that heavy forecast kind of responds more on the user's emotion without their authority rather than, you know, like the user commanding it, as we saw earlier with the rainbows, you know, uh, whether, you know, like over his, you know, vengeful lust against Poochie basically, you know, like caused those rainbows. He, and, you know, his, he didn't command it himself. His stand was doing it because it kind of read his feelings. In my opinion, it's basically the stand reading uh emporial's feelings and causing it to rain that he's upset that's basically the the top theory i have for basically what you know that he still has to stand that's the way yeah, i see I will, it. i will second that theory with you that's that's it what makes I sense yeah, I mean, yeah he was crying the sky was clear he started crying and then suddenly it was raining that yeah like you know you put one and one together <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll come yeah. up with two you know if you do math right yeah so yeah so well, yeah that's well, in my opinion the most impactful not to mention it's basically the end of the mainstream timeline you know like yeah. since you know phantom blood all the way to here you know the story you know the conflict of the joe stars and you know like dio and all these enemies that came in this is the ending of it it's over now I don't want to give much away, but, you know, like, the next part takes place in an alternate universe. Not this universe, not this reboot universe, a completely separate universe. So we're done with this universe. Yeah. After that, it's basically completely new grounds. So, yeah. Hot damn. I know. I mean, even, uh, like, for me, of course, like, I've, always, I've, been, I've been holding it down since Phantom Blood. I went from the beginning. So, like, I'll, I will point out, like, you can get away with starting from Stardust Crusaders but if you want to know the full-on story like from the beginning you want to go for Phantom Blood and Battle Tendency exactly um, I wanted I was just a bit I wasn't happy personally that the fact that Jolene both Jolene and Jotaro went down I mean if Jotaro went down only it would have made sense for him he's had a good run um, but the fact that Jolene went down, that kind of hit. That kind of hit me as well because you know, it, it seems with every ex actually maybe aside from Golden Wind, obviously Jotaro's been there to help the shall we say newer generation. I can see Jolene being like a mentor to I don't know a future a future kid who made it hard with announce. I can't even say his name. Anansui. Anatsui? Anatsui. Anatsui. Or hell, even weather. Because <laughs> clearly, like, we all saw that she was more into weather than... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, without... without yeah. Without, I was just going to say, Anatsu? <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, Anastasia. Anastasia. Oh, yeah, the dub. That's, I don't... That's, oh, my God. I forgot. Yeah, Anastasia. Uh, Anastasia. Yeah, that's it. That, that, I think that's the, that's the better name to use. 
That man had no game. <laughs> no, no game. Funny, I still think the funniest moment is when she threw that ring out the window of the car. I was like, <laughs> he, was, he was all there rapping about how this ring is gonna be it, and how he's gonna love her, and he's gonna she's gonna love him, and then he like hands her the ring, and they la- <laughs> they laughing about the the alligators, and she just. Sausage, whatever he put, she didn't even yeah, look at it. She didn't like, even what? look at it. Just toss it, thinking it's like a piece of paper, whatever it was, and he just, just the anguish on his face. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed out loud. I'm telling you. So, so this will actually lead me to, uh, shall we say, the second to last, because we've got a nice little bonus question that we all want to know the answer to. Now. <laughs> Do you feel, guys, that this part had the most... Well, this is my opinion anyway. I felt that this part had the most underwhelming ending. Do you feel that this part had the most underwhelming ending? Go ahead, Mel. Well, underwhelming? No. Um, Sadly disappointing that they closed out the whole era. Mm -hmm. That way, Mm -hmm. yes. You know, like, I'm like... They could have left us with something. They were like, nope. No, or leave us with a JoJo. You get nothing, not a JoJo. (laughs) There's like, it's done. Whole bloodline. (laughs) It's done. It's over. You get nothing. Suffer, cry. See you in the next, uh, see you in the next uh, dimension or whatever. (laughs) And yeah, and like, I was, yeah, I I was not, it was not that I said I was like, fully upset because like i got into jojo quite late so i don't have that full on you know bond with it and still i was hurt that they just just that's the way they ended it like they, she could have lived why 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 did they have why did jolene have to go like why the, and i, I don't want to sound like one that the only female user <laughs> <laughs> Pretty and much. They just like the prominent one and they I mean, just took her out. Like yep. just uh, like yeah. Oh no, yeah, that was that I wasn't happy about that at all. Mm-hmm. Go go ahead, uh Samay. Okay, well uh, I have to say I'm mixed, right? There's things I liked and things I hate. I know it's weird because earlier, you know, like previous, you know, like podcasts I said, you know, like this is a love it or hate it thing, but I'm mixed, right? I am in that in-between area. There's things I like and things I hate. For starters, the things uh I'm not mainly you know, like in terms of the arc as a whole, there are things I'm underwhelmed by. Like for starters, I don't like, you know, like how they kinda d- okay, they and the next scene oh they're already out like i thought there'd be more to it i mean obviously without a doubt they'd have no problem breaking out all of their stands they defeated every other stand user poochie isn't there to stop them anymore they can easily waltz, uh, waltz out but you know i just thought we'd have like at least one ep- one episode or a half basically just explaining you know like them leaving because we've been in this place for a really long time so i expected there'd be more confrontation right maybe a goodbye from like the other characters in there they befriended like jolene's cellmate i wanted to know what was up with that weird warden with the sock puppet i mean like i thought he'd be yeah. like uh, you know, an adversary or something but no he just kind of vanishes after like the early episode so that, that was a bit just... underwhelming like i know that i understand without a doubt you know no other stand users stop like half a 
more than half the season, I expected more than that. Now, as for the ending, I just want to say that, uh, you know, like, like, but I'll get to the negatives later. Basically, for one thing, I like that, you know, like, the subversion of expectations done right. This isn't like any other JoJo series where the main character defeats the villain, or Joe shows up and just steals everybody, what he did in part four. It's more or less, you know, like a side character you didn't really expect to do it, you know, expect to, you know, like, beat the villain to beat the villain, right? I mean, I, and, you know... And like I said, you don't see that much in JoJo or, like, hell, anime in general. It's always the main character always beating up the bad guy or maybe, like, a really popular character beating, beating him up. But not not this. It was completely different, right? And it made sense in a way, right? It was built – it was, like – it didn't come out of nowhere. It didn't feel like an ass boy. It was all established. I, that's, that's what I can say. That That's what I liked about it. That That's the positive side. You, you know, uh, now the negative stuff is all the universe resets, right? Now, obviously, this new universe uh, never – happen and that's one thing that gets people pissed off it's like oh so it's like a you know like a wizard of Oz situation where i had the most awful dream and you were there and you were there that's what it felt like to people people don't like that when basically what you've watched and wasted time on never happened that you know that's what that's one negative aspect about it. it's like like i like the journey but you know like to say it never happened yet is like Mm, that is a bit underwhelming to me but you know like the effects are still existent because emporio remembers everything and dear lord I know, I'll, I'll, and you know, personally, I'll, I'll get this in the end, but uh, now back to the universe reset stuff. Okay, so they're all in a universe where Poochie never existed. They were all, you know, lived happy lives. Now, does this only apply to, you know, so it only applies, like, we understand it applies to the main cast of the show, but what about Jotaro? That's one thing I want to know, basically. In the end, he's not my, my favorite Joe star. I like him, but he's not my favorite. And, like, I want to know, like, did he change, like, the rest? Does he have a different name? Or is he still Jotaro? Because if the previous part still happened with their fights with Dio, I mean, shouldn't it have been Jotaro to stay there? Or maybe does he have a different name? I don't know. That's one thing I really wish we had. Just, you know, sh like they were, they even Irene said they're going to see their old man, which we can assume is clearly Jotaro. Or if he has a different name. But I just want to know, like, is Jotaro different or not? And, you know, if all the other, you know, like the, de the dead characters, you know, like, they, you know, Bushi killed off the main cast, you know, and uh, there is technically they didn't move on to the next universe. Does that apply to all the other characters in the series? Let's say like Caesar, Bruno, Abdul, you know, like, you know, the day uh, the, where they were placed by their stunt doubles as well. But I don't know, basically. But I'm assuming maybe they still rebooted because, you know, I guess it's just a matter of, you know, if Pucci killed them or not. Pucci didn't, you know, kill those other characters. So I guess they they reincarnated fine, maybe. But I just want to know, like, what was the whole thing with Jotaro? Is Jotaro the same person or not? Does this affect anything regarding the previous parts? You know, part three, part four and such. Like, did that affect too much? Is Jotaro still Jotaro? Or, you know, like... The only, I mean, technically speaking, you know, if Pucci never existed, Jotaro would still be Jotaro. And the rest, basically, you could say cha changed up, right? I mean, if there's no Pucci, that means Jotaro would never have any reason to investigate or, you know, travel the world and try to stop more of Dio's leftovers. Therefore, he'd probably have more time with Jolene, he, you know, and apparently the results is in her having a different name, Irie, you know, like, Eileen. And, you know, same changes for everyone else. They're no longer destined to meet up at the prison and, you know, like defeat Pucci they're now destined to pretty much meet up at this gas station and hopefully become like friends and all that and I, I and and this is a small headcanon I want to say I like to personally imagine you know like Irene and Anakis yeah that's Anasui's new name I like to imagine they just straight up adopted uh Emporio you know it makes sense like I said jo Jolene's been a mother Irene's uh, yeah Jolene's basically been a mother to him and you know like it makes sense and let's be honest this kid's gonna need a lot of therapy so let's hope they saved up a lot of money on that but yeah
that's all I have to say. I talked a lot, so yeah, I'm mixed up. There's some stuff I like, some stuff I hate. I probably bored you guys. <laughs> no, they, it's they cool. couldn't pay for gas. How do you think they will save up money for Derek? Let's be honest. Jesus. <laughs> Listen, what do you think, Dad is rich. She yes, is I was gonna say. Okay. <laughs> Dad would have paid for. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. And his grandpa's rich too. Let's not forget. Jo- I like to remind you all. According to our Rocky himself, uh, Joseph is still alive in 2012. Ah, Damn. okay. Damn. Yeah, so he's really old, but somehow still alive. Him and Susie Q, apparently. Damn. They're living their best life. Susie Q, I'm surprised that she's still alive, but they're living the best. Joseph, life. I would have figured Hamon, being a Hamon user, would have kept him alive. Like yeah. even though he hasn't also, used it a lot. Also, still alive as well. <laughs> yeah, Hamon. Yeah, Hamon is basically like the one we wanted to forget. Black but... don't crack. But for Jojo characters, yeah. Let's just imagine he resumed <laughs> his Hamon training, and you know, like he just got younger again. Who knows? Mm-hmm. So, so go, go ahead, Noir. Go ahead, Noir. What do you think it? Uh, did you think it had the most underwhelming ending? I, I, I wouldn't say underwhelming per se, but like, Araki could have taken so many other routes to the ending. Like, he didn't have to end it that way. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, you know how they say it's not about the destination; it's about the journey. I will admit the destination was absolute cheeks. I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> Everything yeah. about the ending pissed me off. I yeah, told every, you I when, it, when we watched it, I was like, "This is some fuck shit." I'm not happy. <laughs> because I'm not so gonna lie old. to you. I'm not gonna lie to you for the way Netflix did us like this, and for us to be built to this ending, I am fuming. To me, the manga does not exist. This is just pure anime, anime, anime. And for when it's giving me this. Cheeks, toilet water, doo doo juice, and <laughs> foolish, foolish ending. Rubbish. Someone's I'm, still angry. Oh, I was. I'm, I'm livid. I am livid. <laughs> this ending. You made me wait for nearly a year for this ending. A year. Basically, a year. Kind of foolish. I'm gonna sit here and wait patiently for you to, to give me. Give me scraps! Not scraps! Scraps! You gave me scraps! All you right? gave me pineapple pizza! You gave me a pineapple pizza of an ending! Wow. D- disgusting! Disgusting! I don't like the ending! They better not do this for Steel Ball Run. Spo- they better not do this for Steel Ball Run whatsoever. That part oh, is an entire masterpiece. Steel Ball Run, I've heard, I've heard things. I. Ooh. That I've heard things and I don't like the things that I've heard. So what? I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping, you know, it doesn't disappoint me like this ending. Because I'm not going to lie. I say this with the ending judgment. disappointed me, but I wouldn't say it's underwhelming. It's like. I just. I don't know. Like. I want closure. I want yep. closure. Just like he did close it. <laughs> no, no, he closed it. Wasn't it but that's not the closure I need. I know, I know. He closed it, all right. Can't you want to know about all these other people? Nah, you don't get to know about these people. Damn. He said, oh, fuck okay, everyone. Forget about it. You, you don't get yeah. to figure out what, what happened to him. Yeah. Like, bro. he said, fuck everyone. It ends here. Close yeah. the book. Fuck you, chicken strips. <laughs> 
<laughs> Fuck you, chicken strips. I'm like, wait, what, what? But I want, I want to know, like, okay, the world reset. What does now that what? mean for the others? That's it. And then you give me this. Exactly. <laughs> oh, like, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. Like, it's great that Irene and Anakis want to get married, but I don't give a rat's ass. I don't. The I don't fact- shit. Emporio is going to need therapy for the rest of his life. Are you kidding me? What in the Kataro lives alone? Not only did he see his friends die, he also saw the universe reset. He can't can't, say this to anyone because they'll think he's crazy. Yeah, they're going to think he's absolutely bonkers. Kataro is literally Hayaku. (laughs) Kataro lives alone is basically Studio Ghibli compared to this ending. Exactly. What kind of food? It was the slice of life compared to what's happened with Emporio. That man is going to need therapy for the rest of his life. Do you know how insane that is? See, and you want me to, and you, I, you keep me in suspense all this time. Sorry, let me stop. <laughs> I think, I think a good, like one singular word that can describe the ending of Stone Ocean is trauma. The trauma. <laughs> trauma. That's the yes. word of the day. Emporio's Emporio got traumatized. Drama, yeah. Everybody else got traumatized. That's what I um, How is gonna like Pucci in his last therapy. moments? Yeah. Before he fucking kicked the bucket, he was traumatized. <laughs> That's it. And he had so, he had everything coming. Yep. Go ahead. It was just trauma. Trauma. Cool trauma. Like, he he ended. Rocky ended a whole era with trauma, and I don't know if I should be livid or mildly impressed <laughs> of course that of course that is for the viewers to decide okay normally at this point we would we since we're at the top of the hour we would end it here but we cannot end it here without this number one bonus question that we all have to know why does poochie's hair become his scarf <laughs> Sub question: Why is it in the shape of a star? That man's hair- hairline is worse than Tory Lanez. <laughs> no! <laughs> no! <laughs> no! I have just left here. <laughs> this man's hairline is a hundred times worse than Tory Lanez. I'm just like, Jesus Christ! What is this? I know it's bizarre, but at least the hairlines are somewhat on point. <laughs> Literally a strand going across his face. That just distracted me for like the whole thing. <laughs> I don't understand. Please, can somebody, can somebody explain his this? His sideburn became his eyeburn? Like... <laughs> Because, you know, his eye eyebrow had a shape up, up going. His st- eyebrows at- were the same part. I thought Vegeta had a bad haircut, <laughs> right? <laughs> his eyebrows were connected to his hairline. Yes. <laughs> Look. Look. Can anybody explain in their own words? Show your workings. <laughs> and, and his and his sideburn slash beard slash 
like, whatever like you want to call that. Type, yeah, like <laughs> the facial hair thing. A painful, you know. <laughs> I, I, I'm st- I can understand I, the star. I can understand the star because he uh, basically absorbed Dio's stand, the world. And yeah, you he know, fused with the green baby. Yeah. The green baby, exactly. So the green baby has like nah. the Joe Star bloodline uh, in it, kind of because of the star. So I can understand the star showing up not on his body. I, I, I like it's weird that they use the hair, but I get <laughs> it. I get it. It's just his his hair throughout prison. Has just been messy. <laughs> can anybody can anybody explain this? Because I know it's bizarre, but this man's hair. <laughs> His hair was... took very many different shapes. As I'm <laughs> oh. looking through this, um, it it's the it's the lineups that like Jesus. like there wasn't braids, but then was like an empty <laughs> ball spots. <laughs> Like, I, I don't know who your barber is, Enrico, but you gotta, you gotta get your money back. That's it. You went to Tory Lane's barber. That's oh the biggest God. mistake you made in your life. I'm looking at a picture here now, and I'm so he's telling me he reset the universe, but he couldn't reset his hairline. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just. My biggest thing is like, how do you? I guess he just prefers it to go that way. into his, yep. into his like his collar, like it became like almost like a scarf at some point. But when you look at it, it's like not connected to the back of his head. So I'm like, how the fuck? How how does that work? Explain to me. Like, <laughs> I'm confusion. I don't I don't understand. I'm confusion. <laughs> I'm confusion. <laughs> I am confusion right now. Look, let's just say they, they, it's, it's a whole lot of bizarre. That's the best, that's the best way. Since we we can't, since we can't explain this. Ah, this man. It's a whole lot of bizarre. You got to accept, going to have to accept that. That even his eye, because his eyelashes also started growing thick. Damn. <laughs> thick white hair. Because in the beginning, it was like just flashy. He had like, you know, a bit a, a bit of luscious eyelashes. And then when he, he it, it just got thicker and it started looking like a hood instead of lashes. And I was like, all right, well, that's that's a stylistic choice. <laughs> I just, I just, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying, I'm just, listen, I'm just trying to understand, like, <laughs> like, come on, come on. Come I think on. in the manga they did it, like, like they really exaggerated the, mm-hmm. the eyelashes also, and the, and, and it's like the first draft. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! And he's just rolled with it. It's good. It's good. Hilarious. Uh, you know, yeah, honestly, I, in the end, I'm just gonna say it just goes down to JoJo weirdness. That's it. Basically, yes, that's that's what what I mean. 
you can't even yeah you're so right you can't even yeah there's this thing not worth explaining it's just bizarre because it's jojo's bizarre adventure just don't question it. it's supposed to be bizarre and frankly you know i know like it's a thing about like why does he look like that but i will say right now Poochie's design here looks tame compared to what we'll see in part seven. All right. Actually, no, 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 part, no part, eight, part eight. There are some weird designs in part seven, but part eight in particular, there are some freaks, right? Literal freaks. I'm not going to go any further. No one to spoil anyone, but no, trust uh. me. Like, like I said, Poochie is tame compared to what we'll see in the future. But the point is, yeah, I'm not going to question much. Yeah, it is weird. Like, is that hair on the back of his uh, collar supposed to be connected to him or is it part of the outfit? I don't know. I mean, he says head seems to be usually like disconnected a bit. So and we don't see any strands coming from down there. My biggest concern is why is there like a strand of hair coming, you know, like, you know, like across his face and going yes. through his eye. <laughs> I, I, that's the most. Like, why is that there? Like, well, like, I mean, why is that hairline is saying, all the way down to where his eyebrows are? Yes, that's his hairline. Just, 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 just like Samai ain't said, we're just gonna have to put it down to the fact that it's just incredibly bizarre. Yes, just incredibly it bizarre. Is, yes. way to do it. it so, I mean, we don't question why Jorno has three donuts on his head. So yes. Look, I'm still, I'm still, I still have the same question about Jotaro's hat that never comes off. But is his hair? No, it can come off. He has taken off like a couple it times. It blends in with his, it's yeah, like his, his hair. His hair hat thing going on, like, <laughs> like that <laughs> like, he cut off the back, so he his, the back of his, you know, <laughs> it's so it's bizarre. That's yep. that's that's all you can put. That's all you can just put it down to, literally. So since we have run over time for the best reason ever, just roasting Pucci's hairline, why not? That is going to do it for this podcast episode today, guys. Thank yeah. you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you to Mel. Thank you to Sam I8. Thank you to our lovely guest, Lady Noir, for coming down. Please, um, in terms of the socials, you can catch up with me on Instagram at all hell King Kalechi, Twitter at King Kalechi93. Also, you can catch me over on the Ginyu Talk Discord. You can we have a Ginyu Talk Facebook page. We also have a Ginyu Talk Instagram as well. In addition, we have an anime's most wanted TikTok. We have a Ginyu Talk uh, TikTok as well. So we are very, very active. Socials will be in the description. So Mel, you want to plug your socials? Where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on almost all socials, but TikTok. I refuse. I still refuse. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go in a tangent on that. Um, and once in a while, when I'm in a good mood, I twitch. <laughs> 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 and haven't been in that mood in a long time, so haven't seen me on there. Fair dues, yeah. fair dues. Sam, I ain't. What socials? Anything? To, anything to plug? Got any working on anything? Where can they find you? Uh, no, not really, but you know, like just uh, support the bros here. Follow us at Ginyu Talks. Uh, follow the YouTube channel, Facebook page. I mean, the YouTube channel has been stranded right now because you know, like my job has been keeping me like working twenty four seven, and I just don't have the time for videos anymore. But hopefully soon. Who knows? There's like a lot of layoffs going on. Maybe that'll happen to me. Who knows? But that's all don't, I have. To, don't, but that's don't all I can that into the for now. Do not put that into the JoJo universe, please. <laughs> oh yeah. I'll do that. 
No, but I'll put one thing in JoJo universe. How come Rohan gets a shout out but Josuke doesn't? Like seriously, no. it only oh. figure it only figures that you know, like the, the manga author would be the manga author's favorite character. Yep, right. that, look, makes sense. <laughs> you know, he is, he, he is Araki's favorite character. He has more spin-offs than anybody else. That makes sense. Anime he, and, that's him. you know, like, no. It's him. It's himself. Yeah. Rohan. <laughs> fair dues, fair dues. Now, uh, last but certainly not least, Lady War, Lady War, where can they find you? Well, I just want to say, you know, it's been an honor and pleasure uh, being here. Thank you so much for inviting me. I had so much fun. Uh, Plenty more where that came from. <laughs> Plenty more. <laughs> um, I get you guys can find me in the the Game News Discord. I I can show up whenever, especially when they're watching uh, <laughs> certain shows <laughs> that hold near and dear to my heart. Uh, hey, <laughs> but uh, you can find me on Twitch mainly, uh, Twitter, uh, Little Hope Keep, uh, and yeah, I mean. I hope that I hope to be here more often. I really like. Don't it. worry, it's fun. We, 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 don't worry, we we, <laughs> don't we, we cook, we cooking, we cooking. Okay, you got, I have I have many other plans, and uh, since I I know now that you have interest, <laughs> get ready. <laughs> That's it. Oh, oh. Oh, we, we we will be in touch. Don't you worry. <laughs> oh, and then. Okay. <laughs> Again, thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the socials and we sure to see you soon on the next one. Take care, guys. Take care, everybody. Bye. Bye. Laters.